Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review for Blackberry. My name is Shabazz and of course I'm joined by my other BBM text addicts, Daniel and Anthony. Daniel, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. You know, let's bring back BBM. You know, I think yeah. there's there's an opportunity uh, to just bring it back so we can all just be connected and talk to one another all the time. That doesn't exist, right? It doesn't exist. I, I don't think right. there is a product out there right now that even remotely resembles what you're describing. No, not at all. No. Not at all. But we should bring it back. Do you remember what your BBM pin was? No. No. Okay. Do you either. remember yours? <laughs> no. I was a little scared. I'm like, damn, it was like no, no, no. six numbers. Yeah, I think. My, my, mine was like two seven two two nine. It was like, nine seven one, of course. Know. Yeah. No, I have, I have no <laughs> idea. No, I, I, it was the QR code for me that mostly kind of went around. You know. Right, right. Yeah. I didn't have a, BB, a BBM or a BlackBerry or anything. That That's what I was going to get to right now. This guy we hear, huh? Yeah. Probably like sending letters and stuff. Yes. I, I wrote, <laughs> How are you doing? Yes. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I uh, Yeah. I, I never owned a BlackBerry. So I, I know a lot of people who had Blackberries like you guys. But I've never owned one, so I don't. But have... you also never knew us with Blackberry. That's so also you've true. You've only known us on the iPhone in the iPhone world. That is very true. That is very true. Yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah. But it was a time. It was, it was such a was time. Blackberries were such a a thing that people were did to. Obviously, the iPhone and and Android phones are like that too. But Blackberry really was that initial wave of just this is different from anything that we've had before. Yeah, and there's a moment in this movie where they even say, like, you know, like, do you want to be the phone that was before the iPhone? And I feel like that's how I do describe my BlackBerry nowadays. It's like, yeah, yeah that was the phone that I had before the iPhone. It's true. Where it, like, really made a difference. Uh, but, of course, the movie we're reviewing today is BlackBerry, directed by Matt Johnson, starring Glenn Howerton, Matt Johnson, and Jay Bearshaw. There's a host of other phenomenal people in this movie as well. And, of course, we want to give a huge shout-out to our friends over at Elevation for allowing us to watch this movie, but also interviewing some of the stars of the film, including Matt Johnson, who's also the director, Jay Bearshaw, and, of course, Glenn Howerton. This is a phenomenal interview and and i'm still kind of recovering from it like it's been a few weeks but i'm still kind of like oh my god i can't believe we just talked to them uh you know daniel let me kick it over to you like how are you feeling you know post interview post movie everything right now it, it was funny because we did the interview about a day after we got home from london so that week was just such a whirlwind of you know bucket list experiences and when we obviously we we're going to talk about this movie very soon but then to be sitting, you know, beside you, Shay, and then have, you know, Matt, Jay, and Glenn, people who we all love individually, now being able to talk to them all at once, it's a very surreal thing. It's something that we never take for granted here on the movie podcast because we know how absolutely weird and wild some of these experiences we get to do are. We're just happy to be on this ride. And we're so excited for you to check out all of the, you know, the interview coverage and the videos on our social. So make sure you tune in for all of that. Tuesday, our interviews are going to be out for that. So check them all out. Uh it's yeah, it's it was really, really cool to being able to talk to them. We'll talk a lot more about it in our interview episode. So tune in. Absolutely. For that. Yeah. An, an absolute blast. And of course, we were so excited to talk about this movie. Again, the movie that we're talking about is Blackberry. Before I get to that though, a couple things you should know about us. We are the movie podcast, and you can follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and 
TikTok. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube. If you're watching us there right now, hi, hello, this is us. You can give us a like. You can subscribe. You can leave a comment. Did you own a BlackBerry? What was your BBM pin for some reason, if you remember? And of course, <laughs> of course, if you watch the movie, let us know what you thought of it as well. We'd love to hear from you. And, you know, your comments can be left either on YouTube, in Spotify. Now there's an option too. And even, um, obviously, Apple Podcasts as well. So wherever you can leave us a comment, Please do, because we would love to read it out. There's always some great things that kind of come in. Uh, I do want to kick it over to Daniel for some announcements. Yeah, so, you know, we are coming off Guardians of the Galaxy Week here on the Movie Podcast. You could check out our spoiler-free thoughts of that film right now. We also have an interview with Chakudi, Awuji, uh, and Sean Gunn, who are Craiglin and Rocket, and obviously the high evolutionary in the film uh we absolutely loved guardians volume three so go hear our thoughts on it and then go check out those interviews because we really get to dive in deep with sean and chakuti about uh like just their performances in this film and they carry this movie so go check out all of that and go check out like shay said go check us out on tiktok on instagram on twitter if you want to get little bite-sized versions of the movie podcast we have lots of great interviews and reviews coming out over the next couple weeks so stay tuned for things like the um, fast x uh little mermaid um and then you know dungeons and dragons we have interviews with the directors and the producers so stay tuned for all of that there's always something to listen to on the movie podcast you're already in the best spot for movies so stay here and of course this episode in the movie podcast is brought to you in part by our friends at movie we have an incredible opportunity for you to get 30 days of free cinema so let's hear all about it this episode of the movie podcast is brought to you by movie a global curated streaming service showing exceptional films from around the globe from iconic directors to emerging auteurs there is always something new to discover some recent movie releases include Park Chan-wook's decision to leave, Lars von Tier's The Kingdom Trilogy, and on May 12th, Leia Masu's The Five Devils. With movie, each and every film is hand-selected. It's like your own personal film festival streaming anytime, anywhere. So we like movies, right? We talk about movies a lot here on the movie podcast. I don't know if you have proof of that. Uh, well, I mean, look at the name of our show. It's The Movie Podcasts. I thought we were called the movie podcast. Well, let me tell you more about movie because like we said, every single film is hand selected. Their layouts make every film look like you just want to learn more about it. Because there's always something new that comes out every day. And the fact that there's something new that comes out every day, it keeps the content fresh. You know, a big film coming out this week on movie is The Five Devils. We were really lucky to have an interview with Leia Misu, which is coming out later this week on the show. So make sure you tune in for that and watch the film. And it is absolutely incredible. The Five Devils is absolutely fantastic. It's probably it's like one of my favorite movies of 2022 that's coming out in 2023. But fantastic. Like what a what a script. What a story. Like this is something that you would normally you would never find in American cinema. This is like pure european movie and guess who has it movie people call us the three devils so why not have the five devils alongside us you can try a movie free for 30 days at movie.com slash the movie podcast that's m-u-b-i.com slash the movie podcast for a whole month of great cinema for free Thank you so much again to our sponsors for the show. And of course, 
uh, my two fellow BBM addicts here as well. I don't want to take too long. I want to get right into this movie because I really, really want to talk about this film. We had a really good time with it. The release date for the film, of course, is May 12th. It'll be available in theaters. Uh, but I want to kick it over to Anthony for our synopsis. Blackberry tells the story of Mike Lazaridis and Jim Balsley, the two men that chartered the course of the spectacular rise and catastrophic demise of the world's first smartphone. Thank you so much for that, Anthony. And Daniel, please give us your first reactions to BlackBerry. I loved this movie so damn much. I did not... Listen, the BlackBerry story is one, especially as Canadians, we are very, we are very close to. You know, Waterloo is like 45 minutes away from you know, where we're recording this episode right now. But it's, it's, it's incredible to see a story that tells um, something that we're familiar with but goes into a spot where it's a, it's a comedy, it's a drama. You're going to have so much fun with it. And I think it all comes down to the performances in this film. But I also just, it, it comes down to Matt Johnson's directing. He has such a unique voice when it comes to comedy and to drama. And what Blackberry does so well is that it uses his vision. And it tells a story that you're going to laugh. You're going to see the writing on the wall. We all know what happened to Blackberry. No one's using a BlackBerry today. And if you are, you know, if you're listening to the show on a BlackBerry somehow, let us know. We'd love to know. But it's no one, you know what happened. And as Shay said at the beginning of this episode, do you want to be the phone that was everyone used before the, the iPhone? And that's what happened to them. So when we're getting a story that really dives into, you know, how they kind of wrote, like they rose to fame, how they were very complacent and, you know, in innovating and then the fall afterwards. And I think uh, what worked so well for me in this movie were people like Glenn Howerton, who is just, I think this is his best performance that we've seen. You know, obviously he's incredible and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. But when you kind of get him playing a person who just has no nonsense about him, he there's not anything that he does that's supposed to be intentionally funny. He is the straight man throughout all of this. He's just like, there is nothing, like they're trying to bounce references off of him. Nothing like nothing is penetrating him. And then you're putting him against someone who has so much heart like Jay Baruchel in this film, who is just so driven and he wants to make the best product. He doesn't want to make things overseas. He wants to make things here because he's so focused on the quality control. And then you have Matt Johnson, who's obviously playing. He has multiple hats in this film, director, writer, and he he's a character in this film as well, too, who brings a lot of the levity and a lot of the the, the comedy in this movie. But I really do think it's just the style that this movie was made. This feels like a movie that I would have grown up loving. And when I think of films like like The Social Network or Steve Jobs, this is you know the Canadian version of that. This is a very Canadian story. Um, and there's obviously a lot of influences that we got from like Steve Jobs and from The Social Network, even from the score from Jay uh, McCarroll, who's you know Matt Johnson's longtime collaborator from Nirvana, the band, the show, and, and so much more. But you know, I just really loved my time with this movie. I thought it was so funny. I thought it hit all the right notes that we wanted to. It did spark me wanting to know more. Um, and I know we've spoken about this before, where I would love a docu series that really goes through all of the moments of Blackberry's kind of life and death, because there's so much here, and this movie really is, you know, going into. Um, it, it, it scratches the surface of what's going on and then it dives deep, but there's a lot more that I think that we can explore within it. But as a movie, as just an entertaining experience, I absolutely loved it. I think this is my favorite movie of the year so far. And I just, I'm just really, really impressed on what we got. And I, I this is never a knock against Canadian filmmakers, but this felt so different than 
a lot of other Canadian films that we've gone before where this really feels distinct. It feels like it has, you know, a high like quality level to it. And it just it just throughout feels like a movie that I'm going to come back to this. And it's a movie I want to come back to and rewatch and, and see multiple times because I think every time you watch, you will get more from it. It's just a damn good time. Really, really loved it. Yeah, I think there's always like a there's always a stigma when you look at Canadian films that, you know, oh, it's Canadian film, so it's not going to yeah. be as good. You really have to, I mean, at least the way that I saw the film, and I'm sure Daniel, same for you, that um, it didn't feel like that at all. Like, I, I totally felt like this was an American production. It felt like it was it was right there with everything that I kind of wanted to see. And, and that's what I loved about it. I think the movie is just a shining example of how Canadian tech, you know, it can go so far. And this movie does a really good job of painting that picture for us. You also get these amazing performances from Jay Baruchel and Matt Johnson. I think that their their chemistry is so it works so well. Like these are two characters that are totally the opposite. You know, one's a complete straight man, kind of quiet, and the other one is a lot more outgoing. But they but they work, and I totally buy that they're friends. And of course, Glenn Howerton, what can't be said about his performance? And then it's it's powerful, it's magnetic. He is he kills it in every moment. Uh, but uh, Anthony, please let us know what your first reactions to BlackBerry are. Well, you know, this year has been brought has brought a bunch of like brand type of movies out. We had Air, we had Tetris, and now we have Blackberry. So it's kind of like, it's kind of diving into this nostalgic uh, information, tech information, brand information about what was happening during the 90s and the early 2000s. So it's always good to like kind of come across these films because they bring so many things to light especially for me i wasn't i you know growing up and even when i started working for a technology company i didn't know much about blackberry other than blackberry was the phone that a lot of businesses use i didn't even know it was canadian i didn't know anything about these characters (laughs) i didn't know anything about the people who ran it so what blackberry brings to light is a lot of the that canadian value that you just didn't know um, and there's not a lot of books that are written by written about BlackBerry. You know, there's these there's there is this the book that is based on this movie for sure, or the movie is based on this book. Um, but you just they don't really talk about it. It's kind of like yeah, BlackBerry was that company that was there, and then it crashed and burned when the iPhone came out. So yeah, it's like remember Palm Pilot? Like you remember like it's just kind of relegated to the the depths of like just forgotten technology when they were such a moment and an important figure in pushing the industry and technology forward, right? Exactly. And that's what I loved about this movie. It's just it brought to light a lot of things I didn't know about Blackberry. And I kind of wished it was in a series form because I think there was so much more to tell because I know there was so much more because the script feels like there was it was kind of almost condensed to kind of get it into that two hour window but i know there must be more to to the to the history of this thing and even like daniel said a docuseries would have been great um but yeah i i think the the biggest thing about this movie is its script it's very energetic you're thrown into it it has this raw gorilla vibe that you're kind of like in it with these creators these these kind of like these nerds who thought of like, let's make a phone that you could type with and very out, out of the box thinking. And you're kind of like with them. I think the, the pacing is very, very well edited and you're kind of like in it and you, you just, you start watching as you, you want to know more and you want to know more and you want to know more and you kind of dive into, you know, Jim's 
purchase or trying to buy an NHL team and, and uh, Mike not getting his, his, his stuff, his technology built in China. And there's these little moments that are put in that are really, really interesting. But I think for me, I would have, would have loved to see this as a series. I think just because there's so much more that I felt like could have been told that hasn't been told. Um, I think I would have connected with it more, but it, it, it is funny. And I think that's a great blend of like drama and comedy together, especially with Jay Baruchel being a big part of that, that uh, connecting line of the two, because he could be a dramatic actor, but he can also be a very funny actor. And, right. and as well as Glenn Howerton doing the same thing, building the bridge. One thing I, I wish I knew more about is the people they represented, these, these characters, these real life people I don't know much about. So when you when they're given to you, when you see them on screen for the first time, you're like, I don't is that how you actually acted or is that is that something that you're characterizing or like you're trying to you're, you're basically imagining what it would right. look like? Because with Steve yeah, Jobs, yeah. like, you know, Steve Jobs was the way he is because we saw him so many times on TV. We we read his books. There's so many things about Steve Jobs. But with these with you know, Mike Lazaridis and, and Jim Balsillie really didn't know, we don't know much about them. So when you see the characterization of them, you're kind of like, were they actually like this or were they not like this? So there's little things that I wish I knew more about and that's on me, but I think, you know, having a Blackberry story like this and maybe going through a documentary eventually down the road will kind of open me up into like mm -hmm. connecting more with this movie. Yeah, I I think you, you you nailed it there. I think I would love to have seen kind of a lot more about about these characters, and I and I, and I kind of also wonder how much of this is just kind of inspired by the story, right? I mean, a lot of these characters, like you look at, you know, Matt Johnson, the the actual you know person that he's portraying in real life, they don't really look like that they, they don't they don't seem to have any, any you know one of the things that um, that matt kept saying in our in our interview was that he really went for the john carmack kind of like approach of of how he wanted to to show his character and you, you you get that you totally see that he's he's kind of off the walls very id software you know the early days of them especially um but yeah this this movie it, it, it's breakneck speed it's super fast but the the timing of the comedy i think is really what makes this movie and what i love about this film is it clocks in just at two hours right and then and some i think some of the best films that are about technology or are about a true story they can tell a fantastic story just at the two hour mark you look at the social network for example it's two hours exactly as well and it's just perfect pacing it keeps the speed going you think about movies like Moneyball, you think about movies like Social Network, and then you think about movies like Blackberry. Yeah. Steve Jobs is two hours as well, too. And yeah, Steve Jobs yeah. as well. They, they all kind of fit within the exact same, like, I would watch them all in one day and, and feel like just the most hyped person ever kind of watching them because they're, <laughs> they're such great movies. They really at least kind of give you a little bit more insight into who these characters are. And I think Blackberry is just one of the best movies of the year. It is perfect, you know, in all the ways that I kind of want it to be. And I had a lot of fun watching this movie. This was one of those movies that really, as soon as it finished, I was like, I want to watch this again. And I can't wait. I can't wait till it's out so that I can go watch it again, take other people to go see it, because there's so much about this, not even just Canadian history-wise, but just the way that, you know, you can kind of see how the technology market shifted and changed, how we as a country maybe didn't keep up with it as we should have and man there's just so much there's so much i loved about this film but they're the best i thought they're the best engineers in the world i said they're the best engineers in canada, canada. even oh even, that's such a good line <laughs> even the the line of waterloo i'm like i don't know i 
I always pronounce I didn't Waterloo. That. Yeah. Water like Waterloo. But there is a Waterloo. Pro- there's a pronunciation that is said yeah. that I guess Waterloo. Water- Waterlooians. Waterloo. I don't know what they're they're called in Waterloo. <laughs> Waterlooians. They sound like yeah, the, the Whoville yeah. characters. And I, yeah, they do. <laughs> and truthfully, I always I know I knew Waterloo to be like the engineering capital of Canada, yep. right? Because it's like yeah. every all the engineers go there, and there's you know the um, Waterloo, the school, the university in Waterloo is huge with building great yeah. technology um, entrepreneurs, right? Right. So it, it's it's fitting. Like again. I, I'm a little bit behind in my technology when it comes to BlackBerry, but it's it's nice to see that Canada has a stamp. Like I was always like Canada was known for the Canadian arm in the friggin' space shuttle, and then, <laughs> and yeah. then now BlackBerry, <laughs> yeah, and now BlackBerry. Yeah, it's so it's so funny you mentioned that because like those are the things that you learn in school, and you know this is still very recent like happenings yeah this is all ha- like blackberry's kind of rise and fall it was all happened within the last 20 years yeah so and then the, when you think of the iphone is turning you know 15 or 16 years old now it's like we're not that far removed right from these events and we're getting all these stories of them and you know we've always spoken before on the show where it's like it's interesting when we're seeing these stories happening that like we're getting so much that has happened in our lifetime now that are just a couple of years ago a couple of years removed from it and you know blackberry and or so research in motion is still a company that exists they don't make hardware but will they eventually start making hardware again will it be like a weird is there going to be like a blackberry 2 where we're going to get another story about like their kind of resurgence like you know blueberry they're like they're like sega you know like sega used to build hardware and software and now they just build software and it's yeah that's what it kind of feels like you're doing something but the movie is based on the book losing the signal the untold story behind the extraordinary rise and spectacular fall of blackberry which is a very long rolls off the tongue right Uh, off the tongue it's a little long but i think i I definitely after watching this film i think i'm gonna get this book and read into it because i feel like the book will be a little bit more dense when with information Mm -hmm. a lot of the times when you see these things you just want to know more and more and more so that's something that i'll probably like dive into Definitely. And again, at the end of the day, you want something to be like entertaining as well, right? So when you're, when you're, especially learning about the history of a company, um, it's incredible that I think Matt Johnson was able to take a story that is this about a technology company and BlackBerry was never like, even at their highest, they were never like the, oh, look at us, how like, it, like unique and like fashionable we are. Like the BlackBerry was like those, you know, the people who we all knew had Blackberries, you know, post iPhone. Were the ones who were just like, no, I like my buttons and I don't care about having a touch screen. And I don't like they were the ones who were very adamant in I'm comfortable. This is this works. I don't care about what's coming out else after after this. Right. So I I'm just uh, I remember yeah. so many people coming up to me and saying, man, I love a tactile keyboard. And I would look at them and like, I don't get you, man, because I'm coming from like uh, I, came I from hate a, you. I came from oh. like a Motorola <laughs> like Razor, which I hated typing on T T nine T nine, and then I went to an T9. iPhone, right? And so when I would see BlackBerry users talk about how they love their tactile keyboard and how it's like you can't beat that, and look at the mouse, like, and they had like the little thing on the the little black mouse pad, and like, but dude, like. This is going to change. Like the iPhone's going to change. I know we're going a little bit too much yeah. into the iPhone, but <laughs> yeah. are, you, are, you, are you paying attention to what this is doing right now? And I think are you yeah. looking at me. There's a sequence in this movie where it's like, are you paying attention to what's happening on screen? And Mike is like, yeah. no, 
I like my tactile keyboard. And it's just yeah. things that it's an arrogance, right? It's an arrogance, but yeah. it's it's things that you're you're watching history as it happens. And then you're seeing those mistakes made. You're like, this is the domino that yeah. made them all fall. I also love that we're getting like the introduction of things now. And it's funny because Oppenheimer's coming out later this year. It was similar. Even I thought this in, in Tetris. Yeah. No, but like the way they're introducing some technology is literally like they're showing off like the atom bomb being created. Like we saw that in Tetris as well, too, when they showed the Game Boy. And it's like, oh, my God, like it was the most intense thing ever. And then in this movie, too, when they're all watching it when they're all watching Steve Jobs doing the keynote address and it's like, it's a phone, it's an internet communication device and it's an iPod. And it's like, they're watching it literally like, like the astronauts just went to space, you know, yeah. like they, like they're watching it like history and the world changed and started spinning in a different direction that way. And Blackberry never adjusted. Mm -hmm. And one really cool thing that I learned was like, research in motion or mike uh, mike lazaridis he was an engineer before he was you know the original like the owner and, and creator mm -hmm. but he was always an engineer so he was building shit as he was thinking about it and i remember him trying to like build you know keyboards that were like physical keyboards but were not touched and and you'll see it in the movie but there is one part of this movie that i didn't know is the ability to send like like text messages and how he worked with was it eighteen? Was it eight? No, was it AT and T in the movie or T Mobile? T Mobile, T Mobile, and like how his invention really allowed us right now to be able to send messages instantly, hundreds of thousands and millions of people at all at the same time to different people and servers for them to actually be able to accept them. Like that technology mm -hmm, yeah. and that just that thinking was not around. Like. When you send a text message, it was just a text message. It wasn't like this message that used the internet. What? Right. That, it, yeah. That does. It's wild, right? It's so weird. It's so it's so funny you say that because I remember too when when iPhone started rolling out in Canada, like Apple kind of made all of everyone's networks change as well too, right? Yeah. With, with what networks they were using and stuff like that, but it also started only with like it was only Rogers that had them first here, and there was only a, a certain am uh, amount that were out, and then they would start. Now, anyone could buy it, but like those early days of smartphones were so interesting about the limitations on how many could be out there, all that type of stuff. It's, it's fascinating. And it was cool to see that, you know, play out and, you know, the fallout of that kind of stuff happen in Blackberry as well, too. Yeah. And there's like a lot of these like little character moments in the film that I also think about. Like, you know, you talk about, uh, Anthony, you talk about Mike being this engineer who's constantly building things, but that opening sequence, right, where he's in that room and he's hearing the hiss of like the intercom just kind of going off. And how that continues to play a, a, a recurring role in a theme in a way and ties itself together at the end. I, I love that. I love things where there's an attention to detail. It shows that these characters really, really matter. You know, I, I, I was thinking about when you guys were talking about, you know, um, tactile keyboards. And I used to love typing my BlackBerry, but I genuinely think now... I'm much faster on my iPhone. Like I, I feel like the oh like, no moving that limitation of, of yeah physical buttons is yeah. great. I love that iPhones and Android phones have that haptic feedback when you type. So if you do want that kind of like oh I I typed a letter, at least that option's still there. You know, definitely. Yeah. Well, let's kick it over to our final recommendations for BlackBerry, and I'm going to kick it over to Daniel. BlackBerry is the best film of the year so far, and it's a major milestone in Canadian cinema. I absolutely love this movie. I think Matt Johnson's, you know, just signature style of comedy shines throughout all of this. 
and it's just you know really anchored by i think a career best performance from glenn howerton he's outstanding in it i love this movie i had such a great time with it i cannot wait to watch it again and how could i not give it a real gem i absolutely loved it it's I, it's just a movie that instantly when you watch a movie and you fall in love with it so much i'm like i cannot wait to watch it again i cannot wait to own it i cannot wait to learn more so i just i i loved it it's a real gem i had a great time with it go watch it may 12th thank you uh anthony what about yourself i i concur with daniel's uh sentiments about the movie um i don't know i don't i don't think it's the the best (laughs) movie of of the year so for me (laughs) but it's definitely like an energetic like fast-paced story and you know to think like this is a canadian production which is amazing because you know a lot of canadian content can sometimes become not so great and this feels great this feels awesome i think matt johnson tells a story in record time and tells it really well and jay and glenn do a fantastic jobs playing their you know their their iconic counterparts and being you know part of this first smartphone phenomenon that we are now in and becoming like the we'll say the grandfathers of it really and then having it crash and burn which is a such a sad story for at least the canadian tech tech world but you know it's still a wonderful story i think a lot of people will enjoy it so it's a definite watch it awesome thank you for that you know this movie has phenomenal performances it has very powerful performances it has the most dynamic chemistry that i've seen in the film this year it is my favorite movie of the year so far i absolutely love it Blackberry is a real gem. There's This is a movie that, again, like Daniel said, I can't wait to own it. I can't wait to watch it again. It'll be a comfort film along with it also being an educational film for me. I loved it. And uh, you know, I want to give a huge shout out again to our friends over at Elevation Pictures for allowing us to watch this movie. Blackberry will be in theaters May 12th, so please go give it a watch. Support Canadian cinema. This is some of the best Canadian cinema out there as well, so please definitely go and support it. Watch it. Let us know what you think if you did watch it. Let us know if you own the Blackberry. Leave the comments wherever you see a comment box and the movie podcast name. That is a place for you to leave it because sometimes there are comment boxes out there that we don't even know existed and it kind of helps us out, you know? Like we'll get an email it's like someone left you a comment and we're like, where the heck? On what? On high where? five? What? Is yeah. that still out there? Uh, so it's always great. So thank you for that. Uh, again, thank you to my my fellow lovely co-host for joining me alongside this interview. Uh, not interview, say review of Blackberry. And that was This Time with the Movie Podcast and we'll see you next. Yeah.